Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program. Today's issues on American Family Radio. We'll be here for the, for the next 25 minutes. And after that, Dr. Alistair Begg will be along with some excellent Bible teaching. So you want to make sure you keep listening to AFR throughout the day. I'm Tim Wildman, joined by Ray Pritchard, raising Kansas City. I'm in Tupelo, and Steve Jordahl sitting two feet from me. I am. Which means he's also in the central time zone. I'm in the central time zone, no longer in Venus. That was, a, that was quite a stretch we had back there. Back yeah, the Venus was, just for those who are new listeners, Venus, when we said you're on Venus, that was an expression we used during social distancing. Yeah. Because we put you in another studio so yep. that we didn't have too many people too close together over here. But now... You've had COVID. I've had COVID. We're good to go. I feel pretty bulletproof, uh, frankly. <laughs> we're an antibody yeah. combustion machine right yeah, here. Yeah, right. Uh, Ray, I don't know. Have you had COVID? Or? I had it last January. So we're all three of us are good to go yeah. then. Right. So you see, I'd you like say. to know the combination of our three antibodies. <laughs> the, the numbers would be off the off charts. The charts. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing, I went and got an antibody test about six weeks ago or so. And Allison, my wife, she tested positive last, when y'all got, when you, well, January, whenever it was. I mind December, yeah. She tested positive. So we knew she was going to get a, you know, an antibody. She 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 did it too. Right. But I had never known whether I had it or not, COVID, I'm talking about. And then they come back and they say, well, your antibodies are so-and-so. They're higher than your wife's. <laughs> and I never knew I had it, you know? So kind of crazy how that so works. So you had it, but were what, asymptomatic? I asymptomatic. Guess? Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, I, I mean, you, you know, I remember one time I had the sniffles or something like that for a few days, but who knows when you ever. But right. If you're asymptomatic, you never know when you. You never know, yeah. When you had it. Right. Uh, so you never know when you were spreading it either. And they say the young people, a lot of them, if they get it, they don't even know that they have it because right. That's no why sense. a vaccine for children is insane. Yeah. Right. Right. Huh? It's crazy. It, is Pfizer talking about that? Yeah. Steve, isn't that one of your stories? Yeah. The uh, Pfizer has been given. Let me pull it out of my stack here. Um, they're talking about vaccination down to five years old. Um. And it's the Pfizer vaccine, I'm pretty sure. Give me a... Steve's got a stack of stories about 10 deep here. I do. I do. Um, uh, Just make something up, Steve. Yeah, okay. No, Um, I did did read this, and I'll get the details here. I do have a lot of paper. I need to do... I need... You know, uh, when Chris Woodward comes in here? Yeah. uh, He always has everything on one page. I'm killing trees by the dozens. I need to be more like Chris. Pfizer BioNTech has submitted trial data to the FDA for their COVID vaccine to be used in children as young as five years old. Well, I just think that's nuts. And who would, I mean, unless there's something I don't know about, maybe there's a illness that somebody has like cancer or something where you go ahead and take the risk on a vaccine for uh, somebody a child maybe i'll allow for right that is a possibility even though i don't know anything 
if that's true or not. But I would suggest an average healthy child out there in America, five years old or 15, to stick them with a needle of something that's experimental is 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 uh, child abuse. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think and people it, are going to. It, it, it certainly ahead. feels, Tim, like they're going to. Pfizer's going to keep pushing for it until they get government approval to do that. Well, I, I don't think that'll be popular at all. No. Even in blue states. No. Do you, Ray? Yeah. People do. You know, people will say, for my job or whatever, I, maybe I will take the jab. At least they'll think right, of it that right. way. They'll consider it. But hands off the kids, right? You don't do you don't do anything to our children unless you're a, basically a hundred percent sure it's safe. It's been tested. Right. We have the data. So right. no, people are not going to appreciate this at all. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about this morning was, or this afternoon, depending on where you are. Um, Tucker Carlson had a really interesting uh, opening statement last night. Um, his premise is that Christianity is dying. And it's being replaced by the cult of the coronavirus. Hmm. And I want you to listen, if you can, to his man, his uh, logic here. This is oh, you're going to hear New York Governor Kathy Hochul. Uh, she's speaking, and this is where the religious overtones come. So this in. is Tucker Carlson playing a clip of the governor of New yes. York who replaced Cuomo. Who who replaced Cuomo? Okay, and she's talking, and then does he come back and do commentary? No, well, he's he's before, and then she okay, ends the clip. I got you. I got you. So Tucker Carlson, and then uh, Kathy Hochul. Let's listen to clip two. So no, America's not lost its religion; it's just replaced its religion. What's dying is the faith that created Western civilization, Christianity. In its place is a new creed. And like all religions, it has its own sacraments, its own sacred texts. It's the cult of coronavirus. Kathy Hochul is one of the high priestesses of this new faith. She's the governor of New York. Now, no one voted for her as governor, and that seems odd for a politician. But it's typical for a faith leader. No one voted for Jim Jones either. Yesterday, Kathy Hochul held her first service as the leader of the New York Diocese of the Corona Cult. Around her neck, she wore not a cross, that's yesterday's symbol, but instead a vaccination necklace. That necklace signified to the faithful gathered that Hochul has ascended to the select priesthood of those who have taken full intravenous communion. Listen to Bishop Hochul preach. I've prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love? But to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. There it is. She sounded like a cult leader, not like the governor of a major state. Yeah. That's that's terrifying. Asking for apostles. And by the way, it uh, according to her, it's God's will that everybody gets vaccinated. You know, she when sounded a- like a preacher. She yeah. did. And when asked, um, someone asked uh, President Biden when we could go back to normal. He's, of course, 
also on this uh, uh, vaccination, everybody has to get vaccinated. I want you to hear, according to President Biden, when we can go back to whatever normal, the new normal is. Listen to Cut 3. How many Americans need to be vaccinated for us to go back to normal? Like, what is the percentage of total vaccinations that have to be deployed? Well, I think, look, I think we get the vast majority, like it's going on in some of the, some industries and some schools, 97, 98%. I think we're going awful close. And, uh, but I'm not the scientist, uh, uh, I think, but one thing for certain, a quarter of the country can't go unvaccinated and us not continue to have a problem. Now let me, I, I know that was noisy, so a reporter asked President he's, he's Biden. He's getting his booster shot right yes, there. Yes, yes. That's where he is. Uh, he's not really doing a press conference. He's getting his booster shot for COVID, and and somebody asked him that question, right? Somebody asked him, "What's the percentage when we right. can go back to normal?" His answer was, "If you could hear it, ninety-seven or ninety-eight percent vaccinated." Yeah, that to me says we are in for a long haul right. with these mandates, these uh, closures, the mask requirements. Uh, we're never going to get to 98%. What if COVID goes away, though, Ray? It's not going to go away anytime soon, is it, Tim? I mean, there's there's going to be a mutation. You know, we've we've already been through Delta, right? Lambda, Mu. I mean, we're moving right through the Greek alphabet. So We're going to have a fraternity here for long. That's right. (laughs) Lambda, Fu, Mu. That's right. (laughs) Delta, Delta. Delta Moo Delta, Delta, Oh, my goodness. Well, but we don't know yet how that's going to affect us. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of holding out hope we're going to be over this in a few months. So. If the president was willing to count the vaccinated plus natural immunity, okay. which we've talked about, yes. which really does exist, right. right? If you combine those two, then you would get up to a pretty high percentage. But he doesn't want to count anything but the vaccinated, right? I don't see Steve. I don't see any way we're going to get to ninety six, ninety seven percent. Not any a chance. Times. Not a chance. Um, there's I, too many people now, and and we don't know whether or not in that ninety seven, ninety eight percent, he's counting people like the three of us who have natural antibodies. Uh, now, now, the other thing is this uh, this stereotype of of a person who has chosen not to get the um, COVID shot, otherwise known as the vaccine is uh, basically a a middle-of-the-country redneck, hillbilly, bumpkin, uh, ignoramus. Have I basically got the... Got the wearing a, that's the, wearing that's a red, the stereotype. Wear, wearing a red MAGA hat. That's right. Uh, right. That, that's the people who the left say are, the, are causing the problems... The anti-vaxxers, they call them anti-vaxxers. By the way, there are there are millions of people here who are not anti-vaxxers who aren't taking this particular shot. Right. But they can, the liberal media and the Democrats conflate that on purpose, right, to create this stereotype that I just described a few minutes ago, and that's the, the those are the people who are holding America back from getting. From becoming normal again. That's what she was asking him about right there. When the facts belie that stereotype, 
They do indeed. Huh? In fact, uh, so there are pe- there are millions of people who aren't MAGA folks, who aren't Republican or conservative, who are not getting the COVID shots for their own reasons. Right. Huh? For, their own, for their own reasons. And so it's it's a false stereotype is what I'm saying. Yeah, listen to, uh, this is a... Uh, Bradley Beal, Beal, who is a uh, forward, I think, on the Washington Wizards, the, the NBA player. Yeah, and he's saying, uh, he's saying, I'm you not this getting quote the- on a clip. I do. Okay, yeah, this is very interesting. This is a, this fellow. Excuse me for interrupting, sure, Stephen. No, again, no. this is an African American NBA player. Yep, and he's having to. Uh, he's being criticized by some, and he he, uh, he may be having to choose whether he plays uh basketball for his team or not because the nba is requiring uh you get the shot right i, I was trying to look that up no, it's I'm not, not sure. the nba it's the various cities right if you go and visit like if you're yeah. going to be playing in california then you have to have yes it. yes right. so this gentleman here uh is asked about this here's his response every player every person in this world is going to make their own decision for themselves um i would like an explanation to you know people with vaccines why are they still getting covid if that's something that we are supposed to highly be protected from, like that's funny that, oh, it reduces your chances of going to the hospital. It doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID, right? So everybody, is everybody in here vaxxed? I would assume, right? So you all can still get COVID, right? So, and you can still pass it along with the vax, right? I'm not asking, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I had it, but that doesn't mean I can't get it again, you know? I mean, it's no different than somebody with a vaccine. Like I can, yes, I developed the antibodies for it, so my chances will be less likely now as well, right? Yep. Well, he also went on to say he's not anti-vax. He has right. fa- he has many family members who have gotten the uh, COVID vaccine. Right. Which uh, describes us. So here he's at, not against it. Which describes mm-hmm. us here at AFA. We're not taking a position on whether right. someone should be vaccinated. Right. Or right. However, the other side, the left wingers, and Biden and company. They want to uh, they want to continue to say that we are the problem. By we, I mean a lot of Americans who are resisting the vaccine because you're anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Which, it's, it, as I said, it's an intentional confl- conf- conflation, uh, Ray, to make people who've chosen not to get the shot, put them in the worst possible light, maybe make them lose their job, their livelihood, shame them. Look, we've got cases now. Uh, what about these healthcare workers up in New right. York, right? By who just yesterday were the greatest heroes, and and I say that. I mean, they they were heroically working on the front line. Suddenly, you didn't get the vaccine, and you're a healthcare worker now. You're the enemy. We hear about uh, police forces in in cities across America that are being decimated by these very right. thoughtful men and women who say. I'm happy to serve. I do not want the vaccine. So you either uh, you, you either comply or you lose your job. That doesn't fit the stereotype, you know, that you right. just painted. We've got thoughtful Americans all across the spectrum who have, for various reasons, said I'm not going to take it. And, yeah. And I was, one other word is I'll say this because it's no secret. I've said on here before. I, I've had both the both the Pfizer shots some months ago, right? 
so I'm not anti-vaccine in any right. particular sense. But I, you, you couldn't be more anti-mandate than I am. Right. The government shoving this down everybody's throat, using, using coercive totalitarian tactics to force people to be vaccinated when nothing, nothing, Tim, Steve, nothing is more personal than what you actually inject into your own body. And they are taking, they're taking that choice away from millions of Americans. Yeah. Uh, and this, this is not and a this, good situation. And, and this isn't the black plague. No. This no, isn't the plague that kills absolutely. Right. Uh, uh and uh that's not like uh, Ebola. Right. Not like it's not like you take a shot and you save your life and everybody around you absolutely. Right. right. This is a uh situation as the, the NBA player right there just pointed out. He's asking those reporters questions with they can't can't answer. He says, uh, you can, what he's saying is I have natural antibodies. I'm the same as a vaccinated person. Right. You, if you're vaccinated, you can get COVID and you can spread COVID. Right. Right. Exactly right. So, so you're telling me the only point of a back quote vaccination. I say that because. It's a shot. That's my own personal view. You say vaccine to me, I say it's something that stops the spread, like smallpox, like polio. Stops right, right. the spread. Right. That's a vaccine. As I got an argument with Ed Battagliano on the air the other but day. But what you're saying is the common understanding, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. That's why the word is used. That's why the CDC changed the definition mm-hmm. a few weeks ago of a vaccine. They changed the in the middle of the night, basically hmm. on their. They changed their definition because the current vaccine, as it were, in America was not fitting the definition. It wasn't stopping the spread. That's what this NBA gentleman is just asking a question. He's saying, "Listen, if I can, if if you as a vaccinated person can get COVID and spread COVID, what's the difference between you and me as an unvaccinated person? How am I putting you at risk?" Right. Uh, so the whole, that's that's a whole logical, that's not even a religious objection or a, uh, I'm scared to take it because I don't want my ears to fall off in two right. years right. Uh, objection. Right. That's just a, that's just a, a person saying, how does this work? Right. Right. What The point of taking this shot is what to, you say to me? Well, it's to keep you from getting, uh, this is what was told a year yeah. ago. And maybe this, this, these shots, these vaccines, as it were, or were not, were successful, a lot more successful against the original COVID. But then you get into these mutations like Delta, right, Ray and right. Steve? Yeah. Right. It's it's proven to be not very, well, not as effective. Maybe fifty, anywhere from what forty to seventy percent range. Yeah. So you lost your effectiveness. So now you'd say, going forward. Uh, you're telling me to get a vaccine shot against future m- mutations, which, as the Delta variant shows, is likely to the effectiveness is likely to drop down even further into which the is, 30s or 20s. So it doesn't make any sense to me to get it. Go which ahead. is why they're now talking about annual boosters or annual vaccinations. Or every six months now. Yeah. I mean, look, um, at, look at Biden. Biden took his vaccine, what, six months ago? Now he's getting a booster? Yeah. Whatever. Get a booster shot. Steve, yeah. Steve, you and then Ray. Okay. Um, I wanted to, to talk about the military is, is 
kicking people out who have not had the vaccine because they're federal. They are controlled by the federal government. So when does that start? Uh, well, that's already started. Um, I've got uh, you remember we talked, I think, about Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, who was the one, um, you know, I'm uh, let me not. Okay, this was about Afghanistan. I want to go to this other, I'm sorry, this other guy. Um, this, I want you to listen to this. This is a, a, one of our military soldiers talking about who is in and who is out with the, uh, with the, uh, the COVID vaccine, who's not taking it. What is the military doing? This is, I don't know this guy's name. He didn't put it on there. And you're going to hear a beep in the middle of this. Every time he says the word vaccine, it's back beep. I think he's worried that someone's going to hear it and take it off the air. But listen to cut five. So I just want to give you all a little insight on what's going on in the military right now. So I have about a month and a half left in the military and they called us in today and said, if you're not vaccinated, you got to take the vaccine Friday. If you don't, you're getting kicked out. And it doesn't matter how long you've been in. It doesn't matter how much more time you have. And which it's wrong. It's definitely wrong morally. Like, I feel like that's wrong. Uh... And before I get into it, I understand, you know, we signed a contract, we, we basically signed our rights away or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, it's it's a new vaccine. People are afraid. People are are curious. And the fact that they're like, oh, you have to take it or you're going to lose your job. I know people that have done 18 years that literally refuse it and they're getting kicked out with no benefits. 18 year veteran. You mean he's a month away from full benefits? Mm hmm. And he's, ooh, wow, yeah. huh? Yes, that's that's. How tough. do you do that? How how do you how do you lay down that kind of thing and say to right say to a man who put his life on the line? No, you don't get your benefits without the vaccine. Yeah, that's wrong. That's mm. just huh? Yeah, it is. That's, but that's Biden's yeah, America right there for you, ladies and gentlemen. I want to end if we can uh, today with uh, a little bit lighter uh, thing. You know, if you can go to the airport and you can ask if if I'm meeting uh, Joe Smith, I can talk to the airport people and I can say, "Can you page Joe Smith for me?" And over this overhead, you'll say, "You'll hear Joe Smith, Joe Smith, please pick up the white courtesy phone, Joe Smith." Yeah. Uh, well, I want you to hear what happened at LAX, uh, and this is uh, someone being paged. Uh, see if you can uh, understand what this page is. This, uh, listen to this cut. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're paging for the following passenger. Passenger Trump one. You know him? Trump one. You know him? Please check in with the customer service. Trump one. You know it? Trump one. You know it? Please. <laughs> Trump one. You know it? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Oh, oh there's somebody Okay, that's good, Steve. <laughs> yeah, she that uh that whoever that was got punked. Pretty yeah, ba pretty bad as they say. The airport got punked. Whoever the, the airport guy, got yeah. punked. Yeah. So she's 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 guy walks up and gives her a name. Yeah. I need to I need a and you know, you got all kind of foreign right. name, names, right? Trump one Genovit. Right, right. Trump one Genovit. So Genovit, say that's Trump good. one. Very clever. You know it. You, you know it. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> you know it. You know it. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. All right. Thank you, Ray. And uh, my thank pleasure. You, thank you, Steve. My pleasure. Uh, my thanks to Fred Jackson. Brent Creeley, our producer. I don't think there's anybody else to thank, is there? Huh? 
Thank the Lord for a g- another good day that we can serve him. Amen, brother. Thank you for reminding me of that. That's good. All right, everybody. Keep listening to AFR. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day.